Hey everybody, welcome to episode 10 of the Handshaker Huddle. This is the last in the series, the wrap-up um, of all the nine episodes we've done so far. And I thought I'd give you a little bit of a, an update on where we're at in growing Handshaker, the community and the business. Um, and talk to you a little bit about what we're doing in the new series as well. Um, I have to apologize. First, it's been a few weeks since we did episode nine with Chris Bruce. Um, and, and for that, I have to apologize. It, it has been a bit of a whirlwind, if I'm honest. Um, we have have grown in uh, in in size, just in terms of employees and, and um, contractors and folks working with the business. We've, we've appointed a, a board um, of directors. Uh, so, so that's taken a huge chunk of, of time to, to pull together. Um, we've got a really exciting group of people that, that are involved in Handshaker um, growing this business. And so um, that needed to, to, to be given the time it deserved. And, and every one of the folks that are involved in the business um, has some, some really great uh, experience and expertise to bring to, to the table. So really excited about what um, that will bring for us. And we'll make some announcements over the next few weeks about who's joining the company. Um, the other thing that's kept us busy is product development. So we've spent... Um, a huge amount of time trying to bring the alpha of our product to life. Um, we've gone through a series of testing to make sure that it um, delivers the core capability and functionality that, that we we wanted to, and our customers, the test customers want to uh, to see. Through that process, we, we identified some things that we need to, do, to to improve on. So our beta release is probably going to be released in June. Um, we've got a bit of a sprint to go through now to kind of update some of the areas we've recognized that need a bit of attention. And so product development, product management, software development, that whole product piece has, has also been quite intense over the last few weeks and months. Um, but all that effort will start to, uh, to show and we'll release everything to the world and, and to all our sort of followers soon. So um, appreciate your patience with that. We've also been very busy on the customer front, um, working with buyer prospects and, and helping them uh, source potential innovators for particular problem statements they've given us. So there's about six companies we've, we've worked with, um, identified a problem that, that needs solving articulated that with the clients and then we've gone out and found them some really great partners to work with and on the sell side the innovators that are looking to, to be seen and heard by the right people um we've gathered around about 35 40 um uh, sellers that you know we put in front of uh, the buyer community the mobile operator buyer community that we've put together and we've had some really great feedback uh there are at least two other sellers that have already closed deals, and, and that's within a sales process, a sales timeline of less than six months. Um, we've got one or two that are in um, RFP uh, processes, so they're going through a tender process um, for opportunities they never had visibility of. Um, and then a few others are still working with um, the potential buyers to figure out how they might move forward. So. You know, the process is working. We're getting some great feedback on both sides. Um, and, you know, the, the crucial thing now is obviously launching our product so that so that this process can be achieved automatically without 
a human sort of um, coordinating the whole thing. Um, so, so the launch that we're doing will accommodate uh, both buyers and, buyers and sellers. Um, sellers can um, put forward their elevator pitches, and that will be visualized in the buyer's innovation optics view, which is essentially a video wall, video wall that's categorized for functional leadership in a, in a, in a big organization. Um, and also sellers will receive problem statement videos that um, they can respond to. And um, all of this capability will be launched in a, in a beta. If a buyer wants to work with a particular seller and, and sort of hear them out, um, they can set up a meeting in the platform and we facilitate and mediate that first session so that both parties get the most out of it. And then finally, you know, once a buyer has seen a few presentations, they can then work together to um, complete a buying cycle, um, a buying process. And, and in telco, the buying process for, for any functional lead is really, really challenging. You know, there's usually 15 or, or more. In that process, there's huge amounts of information that needs to swap hands. There's lots of um, stakeholder uh, engagement that needs to go on. And so our product will help both parties in the same product, both buy and sell side, work their way through that process and the methodology that we've we've built and pulled together so um we're getting there um we've proven that there is really a need for this only yesterday i had a seller say that telco in particular absolutely needs something that a greases the wheels of connectivity between the right people uh b helps people through that first meeting and, and see it kind of greases the wheels to get a deal done um and and so you know we're buoyed by all of that feedback and, and really appreciate that you know we've hit on a, a real need in the marketplace you know our, our view of the world is not just to do telco but really um focus on telco to start off with and then, and then expand out into other sectors of b2b b2e later on um helping buyers be uh, uh, helping sellers be seen and heard and helping buyers get a real optic finger on the pulse of the innovative suppliers out in the marketplace. So, so we're getting there, folks. But it's been a real, um, a real challenge and a real juggle um, since our last pod recording that we released quite a while ago, actually. Um, so, so it's all you know, pretty positive. Um, new product launch, lots of customers, lots of engagement, lots of people talking to us about what we're doing and um, giving us great feedback. Um, Frankly, it hasn't been all rosy, though. Uh, I will say that it's been a real, real challenge. Um, you know, any startup uh, has a real grind to get these things going, especially when you don't, you know, you're not funded. Um, and so that process has been um, enjoyable. I've enjoyed the journey, I guess. Uh, I would say I've enjoyed this way more than anything I've done in the past. You know, it's bringing a vision to life that... Um, is resonating with people so and the people i'm working with you know they've all really really helped and and um have offered some great expertise and experience to kind of hone this thing so um so far so good um it actually makes me think a little bit about where we all started and actually that's where we kicked off this whole podcast series episode one was about, um why we started this thing um for me working in sales really for the last 20 years plus in telco for, I don't know, probably 15 of those, it became more and more apparent that selling into large enterprise, telcos in particular, 
had become quite challenging. It was long-winded. It, there was a lot of process involved and a lot of stakeholders involved. And, you know, what really brought it to life was, you know, chatting to somebody on a plane. And this is what he was in a large organization. I was in a smaller company. He was working in a sales uh, management role like I was, but he had all the same problems as I did. And, and that was one of the biggest triggers for, for, for starting Handshaker, for, for, for sort of saying, okay, this, there is a real need here. I think the thing that solidified it, if I'm honest, was probably the event that we ran in June uh, of 2020, the Telemus Communications event, where we we had um, about eight speakers from Telco, functional leaders that um, you know I dealt with over the over the years. Some I'd done business with, some I hadn't, and you know they were also saying that this was a challenge that they weren't getting visibility, they didn't believe, of the real innovation and um, technology out there that could help them solve particular problems, only mandates that they had. So um, so for me, you know, the, 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 the origin of this was a problem, an itch that I needed to scratch. Having that confirmed by another seller, having that confirmed by pretty much every salesman in, in telco that is trying to sell to large, large uh, iron ore uh, push, where I fully believed that this needed to be done was was that that event and the buyer side sort of you know ratifying all the things that we've been saying too. So episode one covered a lot of that. Um, episode two, we we spoke to Tom Gardner, um, head of IoT and MBNO at um, the Hutch Group. Um, Tom and I go back a long way. So we started sort of sales um, on uh, at, a, at a company called Aircom International. Um, way back and uh you know we both had a product line that we were selling to telco um you know tom's career has gone stratospheric he's got a a, a really senior role in in Hutch group and we talked to tom a little bit about how to get his attention you know what's the best channel what's the best approach and tom was really insightful in sort of bringing to life the fact that you know you need to be very direct uh pithy um you know, ditch the buzzwords and all of the kind of latest jargon that's out there. Um, and he also talked a bit about, you know, the channels like email and LinkedIn being really useful. Interestingly, he talked about telesales, you know, being caught, called on the phone, um, being a bit intrusive. Um, I, I tend to agree with him, but actually the interview in episode three with Bruce Hayes, who leads a sales development agency, um, specifically targeting telco operators um, and the technology companies looking to get into telco, um, you know, kind of almost um, contradicts that in that, you know, they get huge amounts of traction with their phone outreach. And actually, you know, we had a really uh, um, uh, great conversation and, and Bruce alluded to some of the major challenges he sees when engaging a Technology business trying to get the attention of big telco in that their processes need attention, um, the way that they qualify, you know, understanding their own products. You know, you know, he alluded to huge amounts of challenges that he has to get through to even um, be able to to, to make um, you know a small amount of, of uh, improvement for an organization that's that's working with him. Um, he also talked a little bit about, and it was quite um, you know, I was a little bit surprised by this in that. You know, some of the sales management he talks to, you know, they come to him when things are already lost. In other words, they've 
they've committed to a number and it's the last quarter and they're sort of panicking, like, how are we going to resolve this? How are we going to catch up? And by that point, you know, Bruce is sort of saying, look, you know, I can maybe get you some appointments, but this is a, this is a process. We need to build for next year. It's not something we can do in such a short space of time. So that is a, a really great interview if you're in a sales leader, leadership position or a marketing position and you're trying to figure out how to get the, the attention of, um, of the large telcos. Bruce is, is an expert in this field and I highly recommend you, you chat to Bruce. He runs CTO marketing, uh, based out of Chepstow. Um, and, and actually, I will say that I've used Bruce in the past, and we were skeptical at Spatial Buzz that this would work, but Bruce got us a huge amount of really highly qualified opportunity for uh, for us, which uh, which meant a great deal to us at the time, given our um, ambition to grow and the targets we had as a business. Um, so that's episode three with Bruce. Then episode four, we talked to Ben Toner. Uh, ben is the CEO of a company called Numerous Networks. Um, Ben's launched a product that allows um, companies to measure Wi-Fi experience, wireless experience using uh, for, for Apple devices. And um, he's just launched his product uh, a few weeks back, actually. But, but you know, ultimately, Ben and I talk in this episode a little bit about his new venture, about the, the sort of you know challenges in in starting up. But also, we talk about his his um, experience in telco in the industry over um, you know, 20 years or so. And actually, Ben and I crossed paths at Spatial Buzz as well. We were trying to get a partnership going between the two companies. It didn't materialize, but we kept in touch. And uh, I really liked the way that Ben sort of operated. Um, and he talks quite candidly about some of the operators and some of the opportunities he had in the past cross-border and some of the real sort of challenges with negotiating deals with very large companies as a very small fish and um, some of the tactics used by those large operators, um, some of which, you know, were a little bit uh, naughty, if, I, if I'm honest. Um, they, they probably sort of, you know, should, should have considered, you know, who they were dealing with. I think things are changing a little bit now. There's a little bit more empathy with smaller businesses and some of the larger ones, but... Um, you know, certainly I've, I've also had that same experience with Ben over the years, uh, as Ben over the years. So that's well worth a listen. Um, you can empathize, obviously, if, if you're in sales and some of the experiences Ben had. Um, we then talked to Moni Kochapillai, formerly of 3UK, but Moni's now CTO of Actos uh, and the Telco division. Um, Moni, I, I've said this a million times, but Moni is probably one of the nicest guys in Telco, I have to say, and he's incredibly technically forward thinking um and he's got a very customer focused brain as well so it's a it's a great um a set of attributes for a cto um Moni and i tried to get a deal done at three uk um we thought we had everything nailed down we thought we we were on course to do a deal and it just fizzled out and in this episode episode five we talk about you know what we could have done better um, very cathartic for me, but but also, you know, t- I took a lot from it and I learned a lot from that conversation. You know, even though I've been doing this for a long time, um, you know, you, you're never too old or never too experienced to learn something. So, yeah, if you're a sales guy and, and you and you, you think you've got it nailed, listen to Moni and and just um, you know tune into some of the things he talks about in terms of getting everybody on the same page. Um, 
around the problem statement and where you guys are, are going to go together, the mission of the, the two functions, the buy, buyers and sellers, and all of those stakeholders involved. So highly insightful, definitely worth a, visit, uh, a listen. Episode six, we talked to Irv Witte, and, and um, Irv and I did some business when um, he was at Rogers as wireless product marketing director. Irv um, and I talk about how um, a highly technical proposition really needs to be uh, distilled into a problem statement and, and how that problem is going to be solved by a particular solution. Um, and so, you know, we delve into this in great detail and, and Irv has a great way of putting these things. Um, again, another one for not just sellers, but folks that are trying to buy technical propositions. Um, you know, Irv outlines a really clear way of doing it. Um, but but focused around the problem statement. Um, so that was a really great interview. And it's such a nice guy. I love talking to him. He's got a great sense of humor. Um, episode seven, we talked to Alex Barman. Um, Alex is the chief customer officer at a MBNO called Dot Mobile in Canada. Um, Dot Mobile is a tiny telecom, as they put it, that's really trying to um, be hyper-focused on agility, so they don't want all of the legacy baggage that large telco comes with, which is huge amounts of sort of um, bureaucracy and red tape, big teams, lots of customer service functions and agents and tiers and like just trying to be a little bit lighter and putting everything into the app that a customer might need. And um, it's a great innovative way of thinking. It's been proven to work. If, if you can you know, reduce a friction for customers, um, I think they're onto a winner. They've got some regulatory stuff that they've got to figure out in, in Canada, um, but I am rooting for these guys. Personally, I'm rooting for, for Alex and his, and his uh, CEO, Algis. Um, in this episode with Alex, episode seven, we talk quite candidly about the needs of a smaller business and how to um, work with them as a seller. In, in a slightly more open and, uh, uh, I guess, more, more of a sort of a partnership type approach. Um, you know, Alex said in that, in that episode, something that stuck with me, quite often people get you know, on the sell side, get lost in trying to be everything for everyone. And Alex is like, look, we need an expert in this one thing, right? So don't try to be everything. And, and I thought that was a great line from, from him. So um, definitely worth a, a listen. Episode eight, um, we talked to Claire Forestier. For, Claire and I have worked together a few times, actually, and uh, over the years. And, and um, you know, what amazes me is Claire's energy and her um, uh, the way she the, that she goes about interviewing people. So Claire's a, an ex broadcast journalist. She currently um, um, is an MC or a host for live and virtual events. Um, she's really great at getting the most out of people when she's interviewing them. And she's great at sort of um, making events fluid and connecting sort of segments and stuff. And, and um, you know, we, we engaged Claire to help us with our, our event last year. And I, I probably will engage Claire, you know, for future events too. Um, the reason why this is a really great listen is Claire talks about how to get your best self across when you're, publicly speaking or when you're on video and recording yourself and so on 
which is even more sort of important there because we're all on on these little boxes on Zoom and stuff, and we all get to see people's shoulders uh, up uh, and the talking heads. But you know, it, it can get a little bit dreary. So, so Craig offers some some advice on how to get the most out of those events and how to um, sort of inject some energy into those discussions. I'm even injecting more energy into what I'm saying right now, just thinking about what Claire talks about. So, um, so it's great to, to have Claire onto the pod, and then finally. We talked to Chris Bruce in, in episode nine. Um, Chris is an industry vet. He's um, most recently been the MD of Global Reach, um, based here in the UK. Previously worked at BT in multiple roles, um, in senior uh, leadership roles across the business, not just in the UK, but further afield in, in Europe too. Um, you know, Chris has got a unique perspective in terms of you know, working for a very large organization for so many years and, and how they interact and engage with smaller companies. But also he has visibility and um, experience on the other side of the table for really small startups as well, being a mentor for a number of companies. And so this episode, we actually really delve into innovation and, and how large companies can harness that innovation better. Um, we also talk a little bit about how the small companies can engage the larger companies and some ideas there for, for folks. So again, another really great episode for, for folks to listen, listen into. Um, I have been incredibly grateful and humbled by people's um, wanting to, to get involved. I have to say I was sort of, I set out on doing this podcast at the beginning thinking, okay, if we get two or three, you know, we're doing okay and we'll, you know, grind out the rest, but, you know, to get nine fantastic people on the pod um, and, and to you, everybody that's actually downloaded and listened to the, to, to the um, episodes we've put out there, I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, you know, having, having this podcast out on Spotify and iTunes and all the rest of it is also, um, you know, quite something. So thank you to everybody that's been involved and to, for those that listened. Um I'm hoping that you're getting something from it. I certainly have. Uh, I've learned a huge amount from all of these interviews, from all of these engagements with folks. Um, I've heard, <laughs> I've learned a lot about the tech involved in doing this stuff as well. So, um, you know, I've enjoyed the journey, uh, getting this content together and, and talking to you guys. So I appreciate there's been a bit of a wait for this last episode in this first series. Um, I thank you for your patience. And I, I, I do hope that you'll tune in for um, series two um, where we'll do another 10 episodes. We'll interview some great people in technology, telco. Um, there's a couple of left field interviews that we're throwing in there as well. And we'll also do one or two where people can call in and, and um, ask questions themselves. So, um, you know, same format, a couple of sort of twe uh, tweaks and additions. Um, and, and I hope we'll have the same, um, if not a growing uh, audience for that next series too. All I can say though, everybody is, is massive thanks for, for listening. Massive thanks for being involved in, in this sort of journey for, with me so far. Um, you'll see a lot from us, Handshaker as a business. Um, join the community, get involved. And um, I'm hoping we can help everybody uh, either get opportunity or solve some problems for their, for their enterprises. Um, Get in touch. All the details are on um, the links below. Take care, everybody. Talk to you soon.